What's up, plebs? I am down in Miami. Finally made it. Made it all the way down here. Uh, so got uh, day one in, and it was uh, a whole lot of travel. And a uh, funny story. So uh, I thought I'd uh, share that while I uh, I sit here in the in the hotel room waiting uh, for Luke to come in. He was on one hell of a late flight. Uh, so he's still getting in here, but, um, but yeah, this is brought to you by Bitbox and movies plus. And that's, uh, if you don't know what those are, just look them up, uh, <laughs> just look them up. You'll find them. Just Google it. Um, find it on Google. Um, yeah, but, uh, but anyway, so absolutely crazy day today. Um, and first off, I gotta say, I'm a little concerned. This is the first Bitcoin conference I'm going to. <clears throat> And I thought it was going to be a lot more Bitcoin focused, but I'm getting a little nervous while I was traveling. All the stuff I was seeing online seemed to be a lot of crypto stuff bleeding its way into the conference. So, um, you know, I mean, I guess you got to sell tickets or whatever, but uh, I don't know. I just the more on that later. I'll get back to that. But uh, yeah, so my day started this morning. Uh, it was about uh, like. 15 minutes before I was going to leave to go to the airport, all of a sudden uh, I got a text message that said uh, that uh, my, my flight was canceled. Um, so it was great timing. Uh, and of course it was with spirit airlines. Now, oh, why did you do spirit? Why did you do spirit? It's so cheap. I know it's cheap, um, but it was the only direct flight I could get. And I'd rather have a shitty direct flight than, you know, a, a more uh, cozy and comfy and pampered uh, connecting flight. So I went with that. Um, it's also, it's out of like the smaller airport, not out of our like um, international airport. So there's like uh, no parking fee and like no security, you know, it's just, you know, a handful of people coming, like, you know, it's not that big of an airport. Uh, so I was like, oh, this will be nice direct flight. Um, and anyways, <clears throat> um, so I end up um, getting that text message and so I call Spear and I'm like, WTF, uh, you know, I mean, seriously, they canceled right before. And I said to them, I said to them over the phone, I said, do you, are you canceling this because you don't want to pay for their, you didn't uh, sell enough tickets to, you know, justify the fuel expense with the price of fuel going up. And, you know, God knows how much it costs. It's like $500 a barrel to get oil right now. Um, but uh, they, they said it was administrative or no, uh, operational for operational reasons. Um, so I would venture to guess that they will never be a sponsor of this show. So I can just go ahead and recommend that nobody ever use Spirit Airlines because apparently, even if you think you're getting a good deal, uh, if it is not full enough, they will just flat out cancel it. And it was funny. I was on the phone with them. I said, you know, it says today, Wednesday, the 6th. Um, I mean, the conference technically already started today, but, you know, like the main days are the 7th and 8th. And, uh, and so I said, they said, oh, we can book you on another flight. Uh, it leaves either Friday or Saturday, which would be the 8th or 9th, I was like, I'm going down to something specifically. I mean, like that ever is going to work. Most people are like, oh, what the hell? Yeah, I'll go like four days later. Um, so anyways, they, uh, they, they gave me a refund, all that jazz. Now, at the same time, 
I am looking up flights to get down there and, you know, just scrambling to find something. So I had to get connecting flights and all that mess. And, uh, and then while I'm doing that, the hotel that Luke and I booked, um, I noticed like, I mean, it seemed like an okay hotel. It wasn't like the nicest thing in the world, but I just wanted to book it. It was like a block and a half from the venue. So I thought that would be really, you know, convenient to just walk that far um, or not have to walk far. But anyway, so I, uh, I, I reached out to the hotel trying to get information like, you know, do you have a safe in the room? And, you know, this is not this and that, you know, I'm getting in later. So I can, can I check in later? Is that fine? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, and it turns out that they did not, uh, they, they never replied. Like I called their phone number and their voicemail. They just had a voicemail. There was no option to talk to somebody at the front desk. And it said either email us or text us. And they gave the number and the email. So I, I contacted both of them. Anyways, long story short, uh, finally today, and I'm kind of getting like nervous because I'm like, I, what am I showing up to? I have no idea what I'm going to walk into. Um, and hotels.com was like, I contacted them and they're like, well, let us try. And they reach out to the numbers like, whoa, yeah. Um, it's like a voice. It's a voicemail <laughs> that says like, you can only get in touch with us through these two uh, channels. So uh anyways that got canceled and all of a sudden it was like a scramble to find another hotel that would have an availability which if you didn't know it's pretty packed down here with i don't know forty thousand bitcoiners and um i think that's even like pride week or something down here i heard somebody say um so i mean like the hotels are just booked and uh so it took a while so i'm like on the uh, oh and my flight uh, that I was able to book, it was like my wife's like, okay, what did you book? And I'm like, I was, or when do you have to leave? I said, literally right now. Um, and thankfully I had most of the stuff packed, but I had like 20 minutes of packing to finish. Um, you know, it was just the last little bit of stuff. And, um, and so I, you know, do that. But then I, I just hate being rushed because I'm like a, OCD like triple quadruple checker you know so like you know check it again check it again check it again uh, especially on a trip because uh, you know nothing worse than whenever you get somewhere and you're like oh crap I don't have that um, so you know checked a bunch of things uh, but I couldn't do it you know my my due diligence so god willing I haven't completely unpacked but I think I have everything I need here um, <clears throat> and so then uh so then I get on the, um, I get in the car and take off, uh, flying to the airport as fast as I can. Um, because I, I mean, I'm literally, the GPS is telling me I'm going to get there just before boarding. So I tie, I try and time travel. It's what, you know, me and my wife always joke and say that we, you know, got to time travel a little bit, uh, which AKA beat the ETA on the GPS. Um, and, uh, and while I'm doing that, I'm also on the phone with hotels.com for the entire ride out to the airport. They're giving me options. They're saying this hotel. And like, I mean, it's really hard to like, I'm a, you know, I mean, we all are Googlers. So like, we like to sit there and Google things and look at it and look, okay, yeah, it looks nice. Um, so like trying to do that while I'm driving and I'm on the highway. So I'm like, I can't, I told the lady, I said, I can't pull over right now and look. 
you know, she said, oh, could you just, you know, pull over and look at like, I'm not pulling off, you know, the, the emergency shoulder, like to, to, to look at this hotel. So going back and forth and, um, you know, she's reading reviews and everything. And so we got it booked. Everything's good. And it's a really nice hotel. It's actually better than where we were going to be staying. Um, so get to the hotel or get to the airport. And I get to the airport, mind you, you know, I was supposed to be flying out of another airport um, at a different time with a different airline. And, um, and so I park at Pittsburgh International Airport. And I mean, it, when I parked, I think the flight, I parked in the parking lot, the extended parking lot. And I think the flight was boarding in 10 minutes. So I just like took off running. So I was that psycho crazy person just flying through the airport, you know, going on the people movers and um, just basically running full speed. Uh, And then you get to TSA, which I was always like such a cluster. And at TSA, they have, you know, like the first class priority, you know, people, whatever, they get to skip the whole TSA line. And I just, I just, I just walked right up. I was like, I'm I, I got to get on the plane in like five minutes. Um, so they, I think they were just so <laughs> flustered. I think it just threw them off so much to uh, like, I mean, I just like, like burst in like, bah! like I, uh, I need to get on here. Um, so I think that kind of played it. He just, the guy didn't even know what to do. He was like, oh, okay. And he like scanned it and let me through, um, you know, and then I got to do the whole thing. And then I kind of panicked. I, I used to travel like, probably five to six times a year um, was doing some kind of traveling for work pre COVID. Um, and, uh, and I haven't done any since then. And so I kind of like forgot the routine a little bit. I had a routine. I always wore Crocs and socks, which is um, I just tell my wife, it's my fashion statement. It's I'm going to start a trend one of these days. So I'm going to wear, I've been wearing them like that for not all the time, but like, I don't know, 12 years. Um, and for 12 years, I've been telling her that it's going to catch on. And when it catches on, just look out. Everybody's going to love it. And they're going to say that I was the one that started it. So anyways, but I know Crocs and socks at the airport is very useful because you don't have to untie your shoes. You don't have to, you know, do anything crazy. Um, and then your feet don't get dirty on the you know, airport ground that's disgusting and gross. And then I, um, they're putting my bag through and they go, do you have any liquids? And I mean, this is really kind of embarrassing, but honestly, like my wife does a lot of my packing. Um, so she knows like the ounces and everything. And I was like, Oh my God, I have liquids in there. And they were like, started opening my bag and and they were like, Oh, it's the small stuff. So anyways, I was good there. Um, but uh but yeah so i get through get in and literally just in the nick of time um make it oh and here's another funny thing i i'm just so i I tweeted a picture of this but i'm like i'm so beyond even caring about masks um that i kind of forgot about them you know i mean i don't even know if i even have them anymore um and so i take i get to the airport and i get out of the car and i realize oh crap i need an i need a mask like i I literally am gonna have to wear a mask to get in the airport and do anything so um so i uh yeah i i look through the car i'm scavenging i can't find anything the only thing i can find is my son's 
mask that he would wear to school back whenever that tyrannical uh, you know, rule was in place where kids had to wear face coverings and all that kind of stuff for something that they don't get sick over. But uh, they, um, so it was this one that has like dinosaur prints on it, and that's you know adorable and fun. But uh, but the funny part is, is that like it covered like my mouth and just my nose. Like it, it was literally the smallest face mask by far that I saw any adult wearing. So um, I don't know if I got a lot of looks, but whatever, I'm rocking it. Um, so yeah, uh, just absolutely crazy. And then uh, ended up uh, going to the airport in DC. That's where I changed planes, went to the hotel bar and hotel hotel bar. And that's, Oh, hold on. Before we get to that, uh, let's do the ad read for Bitbox O2. Uh, Bitbox is our new sponsor. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin made simple. And you can use the promo code Bitcoin made simple to get 5% off of your products. Uh, the Bitbox wallet. Okay, so full disclosure, I think I said this last time, but I was actually kind of nervous. And anytime I put something on a hardware wallet, I did it and I said it and I forget it. And I was like, okay, I, I don't want to do that again because it's it's really nerve wracking to send it over like, you know, on chain. Like as uh, I think Princey said, whenever I was talking to him the one time he said, you know, it's a hair raising moment. Uh, you know, the the hair on your arms goes up whenever you send that money and you're like, oh, God, I hope it shows up in the wallet. Um, but anyways, uh, so the Bitbox, it is so simple. The app is great. And, you know, you can, it's easy to, it's easy to use and it's made in Switzerland and it's open source. So, you know, it's all good. Um, but I mean, like they have this touch screen that's just so user-friendly um, and it's like the size of a thumb drive too. Uh, and then they also have the steel plate and some other fun stuff that you can check out on their store. So go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin made simple. And trust me, it is the easiest wallet you could use. And I love it. So thank you for sponsoring the show. Bitbox O2 as I delay and go to another screen. Um, and actually, Luke is blowing me up right now. I hope he doesn't isn't lost. Uh, oh, he's 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 good he's a good friend he's asking if i need anything from the store um so uh anyway so um i do not at the moment luke thank you uh maybe water um I, this is really uh thrilling uh because you know to text on a podcast but anyways give you guys the uh, live up to date so um, so, oh, where was I? Okay, so a couple of things before, just so you know where I'm going. So I'm gonna have a couple of funny things about the rest of the trip. Uh, funny, boring, I don't know, whatever you guys tell me. Um, and then I uh, just want to give you my thoughts on the shit coinery that I see going on here at the conference, and you know whatever is going on there. But um, so uh, I go to the hotel bar or the hotel bar, the airport bar, to just kill time um and some killing time killing time and 
I spent like probably, I mean, I was there for, I, I had a long layover in DC. So I think I was there for like uh, two hours, 15 minutes, something like that. Um, and I honestly probably spent the first hour just sitting there, like enjoying the quiet. Um, Cause if you're a parent, you get it. Uh, no, and, I mean, don't you, I, I cry every time I leave my kids for like any period of time. Um, it's just who I am. And, uh, and uh, you know, but it doesn't, it doesn't take too long. I mean, the hard part is the saying goodbye and, you know, see you in a couple of days and the hugs and all that, and you're just going to miss them. But then, you know, you kind of get on the open road and you're like, you know, could just blare like life is a highway, put down the top, let your hair down and, uh, you know, just uh, enjoy yourself a little bit. But anyway, so yeah, I sat there in like silence for like an hour. I don't even know what I looked at, just letting my brain not think about work, not think about anything. Um, and uh, I consumed a beer and then uh, and then it was the second beer that I consumed that I think got me uh, got me lubed up enough, got me loose enough to uh, I swear to God, I thought I was going to start turning into like Jesus, like proclaiming like you know uh, preaching to the you know people on the hillside thousands of people on the hillside because i was just i started off talking the one guy next to me he was a nice guy you know just said hey how you doing we were talking he asked where i was going i told him and you know he was into that and he ended up he, he was a pretty libertarian guy and um you know so then next thing you know other people were paying attention and they're like and uh and I'm like, I just start going on my rant about like how they, you know, are manipulating the money supply and how they're just blah, blah, blah. And I mean, it's just, oh, God, I got to you got to be careful once you get the rolling. And if you have a beer in your hand, if you're a Bitcoiner and you got a beer in your hand and and you're on, not it's not your first one, you can start just going. And um, so, yeah, it was just, you know, going to town. Um and uh, and then I ended up getting to do a cool thing. So whenever I was checking out um, or cashing out, whatever, paying my tab, um, I told the I told the because the one guy was saying that Bitcoin couldn't scale. Because um, at this point, I mean, literally at this point, I had like the guy that was sitting next to me, and then like two other people on each side were like kind of paying attention, and that's when I was like holding holding uh, you know a sermon and and just. Uh, kind of giving my, you know, smooth brain talking points on, on Bitcoin. But um, the, then I thought, you know what, I'm going to do this thing that I've done before with people. And uh, cause the one guy said it can't scale. It's, you know, the transactions are too slow, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's heard that junk from everybody. And I said, I'm going to show you how that's not true right now. And the waitress was running my card and I had already put the tip down, but I said to her, I said, do you want to tip in Bitcoin? And she said, I've heard of Bitcoin, you know, like, but I mean, yeah, if you, if, if you want to, I said, do you have your phone? Go download. Uh, I had her download a lightning wallet and I, she downloaded it in like two seconds. And then I said, hit receive. She held her QR code up. I held mine up. Boom. Instantaneous, you know, two, three bucks, whatever it was transferred in Bitcoin to her. And the guy his like jaws all around me dropped. It was awesome moment as a Bitcoiner to just be like, boom, especially for the guy that was like, he, he wasn't being a, a jerk about saying like, Oh yeah, the scales, but he was just, it, it won't scale, but he was just saying, he's like, you know, I, I think that, you know, the transaction thing, you know, that's, what's going to make it take off. And that's so far away. 
And then I showed him and he was like, I opened like, oh, oh. And he was like, did that really like he actually didn't believe it for a second because he's kind of said something else. And then he goes, yeah, but, it, you know, it can't you can't do transactions with, with it. And I was like, remember what just happened? And he was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Instant. So, yeah. Instant. Instant. This is real. Um, sorry for that disgusting snort but i've been in an airport all day so i got a runny nose um and i'm not going to edit it out because i'm exhausted and i'm waiting up just for luke to get here so that he's not stuck on the streets of miami uh you know wandering all night um but uh yeah so so yeah i, I had two beers and dished out four orange pill four or five <clears throat> orange pills you know, but then I knew I had to call it. It was getting close to time to board my next flight, but I was starting to get to like the, you know, preachy, like, you know, they don't want you to save your money. They want to take your wealth from you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to make a scene here in the Reagan airport. I'm just going to get out. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so administer some orange pills, then get down to Miami uh, get to our hotel. And it's like really nice. I'm sitting there and I'm checking in and the guy, um, well, it's funny. So, and don't worry, um, I'll explain, but so I get to the front desk and, you know, I'm just kind of like tired, been through the whole travel, everything, the whole mess hotel that I was being described was being described to me over the phone. Um, you know, as I'm driving to the airport, that's, you know, I'm barely going to make it to the plane in time. So I walk into the hotel, the guy at the front desk, he's like, you know, takes my information and, you know, starts processing the, um, the everything to get me my keys. And, and then I, um, <laughs> I, I, he gives me something to sign. And so I grab this pen from like, they had a cup of pens with like their hotel name on it and stuff. And I'm just looking at the pen and it says on it hetero friendly, which I thought was like really funny because like usually like you don't hear hetero friendly, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, so I, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I said to the guy, I said, oh, well, that's a that's a funny slogan, you know, for um, for the for the hotel. And he said, you know why? Right. And as he said that. I literally hear like the music that's playing in the lobby, like fades into my ears. And I swear to God, I'm not kidding. It was, it's raining men. Like I just heard like, it's raining men. Hallelujah. And, um, <laughs> and I was like, looked at him and he was like, well, he's like, he's like, anybody can stay here. This he's like, but it, traditionally it started as a, as a um, gay hotel. And I was like, really? And they pointed out to me, he's like, I mean, did you not notice? And I was like, oh, so, I mean, I, I you know, I'm okay with that. I don't care because, because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of my, you know, business partners and good friends is gay and married and, you know, everybody's happy. Everybody can live their own life. Everybody can do whatever makes them happy as long as you are not harming other people. That is something that all of us Bitcoiners are for. And um, so, you know. I don't want anyone to take this as a bigoted view at all. It's not what it is. It's just, I thought it was really kind of funny that like I'm walking in, I have no idea and it doesn't bother me, but I'm just sitting there like, and then he like points out and I'm like, Whoa. 
um okay uh and then i said and when luke gets here later um make sure that he knows <laughs> okay. oh luke and i are hanging out together but the guy he said he was like he assumed that he goes are you here for bitcoin i said yeah and he said probably like half the hotel is, is here for bitcoin um and that's when he said the other half's uh probably for the pride parade or pride you know week or whatever um so uh but he said like they're you know packed to the brim um and and then this was weird so this was crazy i was kind of like you know i don't know i guess the last couple years been stuck inside stuck at home so much that i you know it's just you don't go i don't know you don't get out much but anyways this was bizarre so i think you know i'm not like a bitcoin personality at all and you know i mean i appreciate to the dozens of you that listen um but i mean i am stunned that people listen so i i really appreciate all of you for listening um but uh but yeah i i just i didn't um you know i thought maybe while at the conference there might be like you know one person that sees me and says hey you know uh like I listen to your podcast and they'll be like, all right, cool. Um, but uh, this guy that's checking me into the hotel, he goes, oh, so you have an IT company, I assume. I said, well, no, actually, I have a streaming platform. Here we go. Here he goes. Corey talking about a streaming platform again. Um, and I uh, can't get enough. Um, and he goes, I said, I have a streaming platform that streams like movies, like independent movies. And he goes, oh, really? That's cool. So what's it called? And I said, oh, it's uh, it's called Movies Plus, you know, and like I'm just so used to, you know, because we're still up and coming. We're still, you know, building. So like I don't expect anything. And, and he literally he goes, oh, really? He's like, I know. I know you're uh, he's like, I'm a, I'm a customer. And I was like, what? And I, I literally the first reaction I said, I was like, no, you're not. Like I thought maybe he's just trying to make me feel better. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like or wouldn't be one of those people that it's like no matter what I could have said. I could have said like, oh, I'm in to, you know, dumping, uh, you know, soot and coal into the ocean um, to poison the planet. And he would have been like, oh, my God, so am I, you know, like, I don't know. It could have been one of those people that just will agree with anything, uh, kind of the Andy Bernard of the world. Um, and I so I, I said, I was like, no, you're not. And then he, he was like, yeah, no, movies plus. And he like referenced a movie. And I was like, like one of the movies that we have. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you, you are. <laughs> like, I was kind of stunned. So then it was funny from because he was like all like excited and blown away. And he was like, I can't believe this. He's like, I'm going to tell my friends I met the owner of Movies Plus. <laughs> I was like, OK, all right, cool. Like, uh, I was like. So you, you know, I jokingly said to my wife when I was telling her the story, I said, I said, like, so he's the one person that's watching. Um, like, oh, I know, Corey, stop talking about your subscribers. You've got so many. Um, but uh, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> so I thought that was funny. But uh, anyway, so yeah. And then to get to the conference stuff, the conference craziness, uh, the, I don't know. I just, I see like they have Serena Williams who, has literally i think it has been quoted as saying that she prefers ethereum and crypto to bitcoin um and there's just 
a good number. I've seen a lot of people on. I think it was a lot of uh, fellow plebs out there that uh, you know keep everybody on the keep everybody on the straight and narrow. Sorry, I'm hiccuping. Um, and uh, must be all those beers. Um, the yeah, the all the Bitcoin plebs that help keep us on the straight and narrow and make sure nobody strays too far from the path and goes down the shit coinery. Well, I see a lot of them on Twitter. I don't know whether they're here or watching the live stream because I did get a lot of, I saw a lot of people saying that the the main stage is the only thing that's getting live streamed and that's like full of, you know, shit coinery, chicanery, whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, like Kevin O'Leary was here, you know, I don't know. I guess like you have to sell tickets, but like I know Kevin O'Leary, he kind of is like yeah bitcoin you know i add a little bit to my portfolio but like you know he's crypto adjacent like uh you know pomp his friend pomp um funny story quick story about kevin o'leary so we took a video for a social media thing that we did for our company our social media person did it at the toronto international film festival five or six years ago um and so she just took this like walking video to like post to social media later um, and she was just kind of walking amongst all the people at the festival and we posted it. And then like a day later, we realized that Kevin O'Leary was like in the video because um, he's a Canadian. So I guess he was at the festival, but it was, was kind of funny. Um, so anyways, but yeah, I mean, there's just shitcoinery going on. And I don't know. I mean, I'll probably spend most of the day tomorrow fraternizing with other plebs and people that I can get together with and hang out with. Um, and I'll probably go over to the open source i think um check it out if you you know listening to this after the concert or con concert jesus um after the conference i'm sure the videos will all be somewhere but if you're listening to it while it's going on i think odell has it going on bitcoin.tv um but uh the open source stage uh somebody joked i saw they said oh good job for like good on Odell to be able to sneak in a Bitcoin only stage at the crypto conference. Um, so I don't know. It just, it, um, it, it doesn't, doesn't work for me. I know. I mean, somebody, when I made a comment on Twitter, somebody said, well, you gotta be accepting of everything. And that's whenever I go back to my old stance of everybody is on their own unique path to becoming a Bitcoin maximalist. Um, that everybody's got a journey to Bitcoin maximalism. They're just at different levels. It takes it takes longer for some people than others, and everybody's got to go through the experience themselves. So, you know, I just uh, I don't know. I think that's um, that's what uh, is happening. They're trying to you know bring in as many people as possible. I mean, it's a money making event. Can't forget that. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, tomorrow will be my first day uh, walking around the Bitcoin conference. Um, so I'll, I'll report back. Uh, Luke and I will report back tomorrow evening on, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be some kind of announcements and everybody's wondering what Jack Dorsey is, or Jack Dorsey, Jesus, Jack Myers is going to say about maybe Apple and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then also uh, a couple things that I'm going to, so I want some feedback from you guys. Um, so email the show, Bitcoin made simple podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you guys ever want to like have comments and have stuff that we like 
read and answer questions or whatever. Like it could literally be, be about anything. The streaming platform, hockey, uh, Australia, I don't know, you know, whatever it is, uh, shaving your legs for Luke. Um, it could be any of those things. But uh, the um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to throw that out there. But then also let me know. I mean, I, I think I'm going to do this and this might be stupid or this might be smart. But I think I'm going to kind of, in a way, document how my being the CEO of a streaming platform that's trying to take on all these giants. Like, I might just, I don't know, maybe once a week, like riff on just that. I know it's not Bitcoin related per se, but I mean, the company is, you know, backed by Bitcoin and, you know, holds Bitcoin on its balance sheet. And, um, and we have a lot of Bitcoin content and we want to be a Bitcoin focused, I mean, freedom of speech, maximalist, that's what we are. Um, so, you know, if a shitcoin movie wants to come on, I can't say no because, you know, freedom of speech. Uh, and ultimately, I believe freedom of speech will lead people to the truth. And the truth is Bitcoin. So uh, there's really no worry. The more that's probably why you don't see too many Ethereum documentaries. because <laughs> It's like, oh, this thing is like total garbage. Um, that's what would happen. But anyways, uh, so I thought maybe to like just kind of talk about that, because I'll tell you what, there's the ups and the downs and the, it's just the, it's it's wild. Like we're close to being profitable. So if you haven't subscribed to Movies Plus, here's the plug. Go to mymoviesplus.com and you can sign up for a 30 day free trial. Um, but uh, yeah, we're getting there. Like we're close to being profitable. Um, our advertising that we're doing is working, um, you know, but it's just, it's like a, it's a whole new ball game of stress. Um, because then now the next thing is, it's not just growing the customers, but like, I need to grow the attention of the customers, you know? So like the, one of the metrics to be stressing about, it's not just money, but it's like, how often is are the people coming back and watching? How much time are they spending on the platform? All that stuff. Um, it's uh, it's going to get crazy because it's just all these things, all these data points are coming in, um, and and there's just more to it, and and it's going to be messier before it's going to be harder before it gets easier. But I mean, I guess that's part of life, you know. That's why I'm doing this, and hopefully, it pays off. Um, so that, and then also, I think I'm going to start home mining and I'm going to document that. So maybe I'll do like a weekly mining only focused podcast where I'll just literally talk about. So like for anyone, this would hopefully be good for other people that are nervous about doing it like me and nervous about taking that step. And then like, cause if you look, there's not a lot of information. You can do calculators to see the profitability, but like, not a lot of people talking about the profitability, you know, and I mean, the it's finances. So you don't want to like ask people like, Hey, how much money do you make? Oh, I don't know. Thought that was a good question. Be like Dwight. <laughs> I just Dwight and Michael, whenever they're at David Wallace's house and Dwight says, David, what's the square footage of this house? And Michael's like, Dwight, come on. What an insensitive question. Seriously. Uh, David, how much did you pay for this house? <laughs> um yeah you don't want to do that and and uh biff that up but um so i guess that's why people don't talk about it but i don't know i'll talk about it and uh you know talk about the 
the profitability of it and in the process and like you know i mean it, it it's everything it's plugging in this miner and going oh crap i need this kind of outlet compared to this outlet and you know i need a 220 as opposed to a 120 what the hell is a 220 what the hell is a 120 i don't even know um do i get enough electricity to the house even um we're potentially going to add solar to our house and that will offset some of the cost but you know, and then also it makes heat. So what are you going to do with that heat in the summertime coming up here? You know, it's like, I'll get insulated things and maybe pipe it out a window to the backyard. And then in the wintertime, it'll heat the house. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm just going to wing it see how it goes. Um, and, and hopefully you guys, uh, will all, uh, you know, enjoy it and get something out of it. Uh, you know, hopefully start mining because that's how we're really going to secure this thing and lock this thing down lock this Bitcoin down by, um, yeah, uh, securing the network and providing that backbone. So anyways, I'm going to run, but thanks again to Bitbox for sponsoring the podcast. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin made simple and get your discount there with Bitcoin made simple. Thanks everybody. And I will see you guys next time.